Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show, the program for people who love animals. I'm Marie Hewlett, and this morning, the very enthusiastic CEO of Camp Bow Wow, Heidi Ganahl, has some very important springtime safety tips to share that will help keep pets safe and healthy. Later in the show, my favorite animal behaviorist from the Pasadena Humane Society, Trisha Casper and Shelley Valdivinos, will bring their special brand of dog training to you, along with the latest news from their shelter. This is an action-packed installment of the Pet Place, so get ready to take some notes, and we'll be back faster than a Jack Russell Taylor can fetch a ball here on the Pet Place Radio Show on KGIL Retro 1260. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show on Retro 1260. I'm Marie Hewlett, and joining us now is Heidi Ganahl from Camp Bow Wow. Welcome, Heidi. Thanks for being here. Oh, thanks so much for having me. Okay, Camp Bow Wow, I have to ask, what is it? (laughs) Camp Bow Wow is not a camp for kids. It's a camp for dogs, and it actually encompasses a couple different businesses. We have our camps where dogs can do day camp or overnight as well and they still get to play all day and we have live video webcams to watch them on the internet and or you can use our in-home services which is called Home Buddies by Camp Bow Wow and now we have a dog training program called Behavior Buddies so it's all those three businesses together. Okay so you've really expanded. We have. We've uh, we have some wonderful clients nationwide that asked us to add these services because they trusted us and, and loved the camp environment, but they also had other animals that needed care for, or they had dogs that were being naughty and needed some, some help there. Okay, so Camp Bow Wow is nationwide then. We are. We even have one in Canada, so technically we're international. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you're a pet parent and you're looking for a place, uh, a daycare for your pet or an extended care place for your pet, they need to find out about you. How can they do that? Well, we have a great website at uh, campbowwow.com, and uh, there's, you can check out the webcams. There's no passwords needed. You can go on and check it out live, and you can find out more about homebodies, the in-home pet care, and the dog training there, too. Oh, that is great. Now, the reason I've invited you to the show today is I know that you have some great springtime pet safety tips for all the pet parents out there. And I wanted to know if you had time to talk about that today. I sure do. It's it's an important thing to to go over, and it's a great time of year, too, for pets. Okay. I know a lot of people are planting some gardens this time of year, getting ready for showing off and having some uh, summertime and springtime parties. What do you recommend when people are planting their gardens? 
Well, most of the plants that you purchase at the local nurseries or you know, Home Depot are fine. There are a couple to watch out for that are toxic for pets, and they can lead to kidney failure. Mm. Um, yeah, those are lilies, azaleas, daffodils, rhododendrons, uh, tulips, the sago palm, I hope I'm saying that right, and chrysanthemums. The chrysanthemums are all toxic for pets. Okay, and if you have a pet that's prone to eating things it shouldn't be eating, you definitely want to keep away from this sort of thing. Yes, absolutely. And how about fertilizers, anything we need to be concerned about? Um, not currently. They've taken the ones that were an issue off of the market. As, as far as I know, I haven't heard of any incidents in a while, so I think you're okay, but you can always check with uh, your local nursery or your local expert at the Home Depot or wherever you're buying the fertilizer, too. You might just want to run it by them. Okay. This is also the time of year that's famous for spring cleaning, but I know we have to be mindful of some commercial cleaning products. Can we talk about that? Yes. Um, a lot of the chemicals that are found in household cleaners are dangerous for your pet. So either purchase a cabinet with a safety lock to make sure that they're stored away, or you can go with the eco-friendly route and uh, be, be kinder to the environment and also be kinder to your pets, and, and a lot of those are safe for your pets. Okay. That's excellent advice. We're also out there working on our houses this time of year. It's The weather's warming up, the sun is shining, and some of these fix-up projects can be pretty hazardous for animals. What do you have to say about that? Absolutely. I mean, you, we all know that our pets can get into anything, even if we do our best to, to safety-proof them. But um, one thing to be careful of is construction areas or construction sites. And you may even want to consider taking them to a facility like a Camp Bow Wow or a, a local facility where they can play or, or hang out and have fun while you're doing the work around the house. Or you could hire a pet sitter to come in and take them on walks and just keep them busy so that they're out of your hair while you're doing that. That's a great idea. You know, when I worked at an animal hospital, we actually had a dog that came in on a regular basis, a, a fairly young dog. But he actually ate an entire box of nails. Oh, my God. When we x-rayed him, we couldn't believe it. You could see all the nails in his stomach. <laughs> that does not sound like a, a fun snack. <laughs> I know. I don't understand sometimes why dogs will eat the things that they eat, but if you have a dog that's prone to eating the wrong things, what a great idea to, to get him over to Camp Bow Wow, uh, have somebody take him out for a walk, and, and just make sure you keep an eye on them. Having a, a pet is like having a little toddler around, and you really have to watch them carefully. And if you can't, then you need to get some help. That's right. Yep, and just make sure that uh, you, know, you definitely keep them in a separate room if there's construction workers around or people that aren't going to be as cautious as you are. Sure, they could leave the doors open, and we've all heard that story too many times about the pet who was lost during construction because workers didn't know about the pets or they were just too busy to make sure they closed the gates and closed the doors. So That's right. please keep that in mind. And while we're on the topic of springtime safety, let's get into some of the more health-oriented things. We're seeing a lot of seasonal allergies in humans. Do we have to worry about this with pets also? Absolutely. Pets can be allergic to pollen or grass as well as a whole assortment of other things, and it's usually a skin reaction that will show up. Um, but it can also be 
like if, if the skin is raw or sore, ear infections, fur loss, or just extreme behaviors like where they're just constantly scratching or rubbing or chewing on their paws. If you see any of those symptoms, definitely take your dog to a veterinarian and have them checked out. Absolutely. What great advice. And another thing we should talk about, too, is people tend to be more active during the springtime. They're getting out. The snow has cleared. It's not raining. And they can start their jogging routines. And and it's not necessarily a good idea to head right back into a routine if you haven't worked into it slowly. And doesn't the same hold true for pets? You shouldn't just go out on a five-mile run if you haven't done that for a while with your dog. Yes, absolutely. You're right, Marie. It's, it's just like humans. You've got to take it slow and phase in and uh, definitely make sure that they've gotten some exercise year-round through dog walking or, you know, going to a camp to play, whatever. But that's the best way to prevent injuries. And, and also, there's a lot of overweight pets in this country. Mm-hmm. And we're actually launching a furry fitness challenge this summer to help motivate dogs and their owners to lose weight together. So we'll have more information about that soon, but it's, it's a great time of year to do that. Oh, I suppose that's going to be on your website? It will. We'll be putting out a press release, and, and we're going to have a very interactive website where you can post pictures and videos and enter a contest to win a year free of services at one of the, the facilities. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So you'll get to show your before and after pictures and your progress on the way? Absolutely, for you and your pet. So it'll be a lot of fun. And, and fur doesn't count. Oh, okay, okay. So if you have a real fluffy dog and you have it get its summer hairdo that, and it looks skinny now, that doesn't count. <laughs> no. What is your website? Let's get it out there again. It's campbowwow.com. And then we have a charity foundation that's bowwowbuddies.com, too. Okay, very good. We also see this time of year a lot of the real annoying insects come around that that cause our pets so much trouble. There are so many things people can do to keep fleas and ticks off their pets nowadays. What are your recommendations, and what have you seen that's been working with the pets that come to Camp Bow Wow? Well, like you said, there's a great assorted, a great variety of products out there that you can use these days. A lot of them are all natural. There's ones for different types of animals. So definitely talk to your veterinarian about this. But there's all kinds of new things out there that are more inexpensive and more effective and really can prevent fleas, ticks, and heartworm from being an issue in your animal. Oh, that's wonderful. I know you're not a veterinarian, but do you see many cases of heartworm with the pets? that are coming to Camp Bow Wow? Not typically the camps that come to Camp Bow Wow because we have a pretty stringent uh, vaccination policy and we definitely educate our clients a lot about these issues. But um, certainly in certain parts of the country you see it a lot more than others, and Colorado is actually one of those areas. Oh, wow. That's not good to know. <laughs> well, it, no. is, it is good to know, but it's, it's sad information. I'm, I'm really sorry to hear that because there was a time where we hardly saw heartworm at all around here, and it, it seems like it is increasing, and and I'm very disappointed about that. And you really do need to get your pets to the vet. Springtime is a great time to do it, to get their annual checkup. So many people don't do annual checkups, and what are your thoughts on that? Well, I think it's imperative that uh, you get your pet checked out annually, not only for the typical vaccinations and just an overall health check to find any lumps, et cetera, but uh, 
you know, for the more serious issues like arthritis and cancer and, and things that can be detected and, you know, at least get some medications to help your pets out early on or to solve the problem before it gets very bad. Yeah, so springtime is a time to start new, get things going, and these are all fabulous, fabulous tips, Heidi. I'm glad you were able to share them with us today. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great talking with you. It's time for a break on the Pet Place radio show, but don't go away. We'll be back with more of the Pet Place in just a moment with Tricia and Shelley from the Pasadena Humane Society on KGIL Retro 1260. Welcome back to the Pet Place Radio Show on KGIL Retro 1260. I'm Marie Hewitt, and joining us now are Trisha Casper and Shelley Valdivinos from the Pasadena Humane Society. Welcome back to the Pet Place, ladies. Thank you. Okay, now, the Pasadena Humane Society is actually one of my favorite humane societies here in Southern California, but let's uh, remind all the listeners uh, all about what you guys do. Well, we work in the behavior and training department here, and we um, do behavior assessments on all of our shelter dogs to make sure they're safe to be adopted out um, and to give people more of an idea of what they can expect when they bring the dog home. Okay. And where is the Pasadena Humane Society? And don't tell me Pasadena. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is in Pasadena. It is located on Raymond Avenue, um, just south of Del Mar. Okay. And about how many animals do you house there normally? Normally we can have um, about 100 dogs, generally um, cats, about 100, depending on the time of year, okay. uh, more or less. And are most of your animals owner relinquished, or do they come in as strays as well? Most come in as strays. We do have some that come from owners for various reasons, um, but most do come in as strays. Okay. And as far as cats go, do you work on cat behavior in addition to dog behavior? We personally don't, but we do have a cat behaviorist in our department. Oh, that's wonderful. Yes. You probably see some pretty serious cases with dogs that have been neglected and and have never been taught proper behavior and have not been socialized properly. How difficult is it to work with animals like this? Well, dogs that miss that critical socialization period as puppies, they can definitely learn a lot as an adult, but they can never be 100% socialized um, like they would if they had started during that early age of, you know, six to eight weeks of age. Okay. And how about more, well, let's say minor behavioral issues like a dog that hasn't been house trained Mm -hmm. or perhaps barks a little too much. What's your success rate in dealing with that type of uh, negative behavior? Those are very common behaviors. Um, Most behaviors in general can be corrected if the owners are willing to put in the work and be consistent with the the management and the training. That's really the key, isn't it? Consistency. Absolutely. Do you see that most people have trouble being consistent and then blame the animal for that? We do see that, definitely, um, especially when there are multiple people in the house. Okay, so it's hard to get everybody to be on the same page. Yes. Oh, and what's your advice to people who are adopting? 
as well, far as making sure everybody is going to remain consistent and be on the same page and follow the same rules as the new pet. Well, when they do come in and enroll in one of our training classes or meet with one of us, we definitely let them know that that is the biggest part of it. And it's up to them to decide if they can do that or not. Um, I usually tell people it depends on what you want from your dog, how much work you put in, that's what you will get back. Okay. And what kind of background do you have in behavioral training? I worked at a zoo for a while in St. Louis where I trained um, large animals like tigers and bears and things like that. Okay. And then I worked in doggy daycare and I worked with trainers on movie sets with American Humane Association. Oh, how fun. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> and how about Shelley? Let's hear from you. What's your background in animal behavior and training, and what brought you to the Pasadena Humane Society? Um, well, I grew up with animals all my life, and actually it's a funny story because it was uh, an, a possum of all things that brought me to the Humane Society, a small possum that I found that I brought in because we have a... Uh, wildlife rehabilitation and re-release program here at the shelter and uh, that's how I found out about volunteering while I was going to school to um, study dog training okay. and and I started becoming an active volunteer and, and soon became part of staff here. I, I spent as much time as I possibly could here and, and I absolutely loved it and we have volunteers that, that definitely feel the same. You guys offer classes to people who have adopted pets from the Pasadena Humane Society, but do you also offer classes to people who just want to get some refresher courses for their animals or are having difficulty with their animals and, and want to address the problems? Absolutely. We have a wide range of classes from basic obedience for people who just want to brush up on the basics or don't know the basics yet, um, all the way up to advanced classes for people who already have um, a, a great foundation and would like to build on top of that, as well as activity classes for your high-energy dogs that just need something to do, like um, agility. We also have a tricks class. Oh, that's so fun. Uh, yeah, tr the tricks class is actually really fun. We, we teach over 15 different tricks in that class. Mm -hmm. And uh, we just introduced a doga class, which is yoga with your dog. Oh. Um, and that's a pretty <laughs> neat class as well. That sounds so cool. How can people find out about all the different classes, the days and times that they meet, how to register, all that good stuff? Um, well, they can actually find that information online at our website, which is www.pasadenahumane.org, or they're more than welcome to give us a call. Our number here is 626-792-7155, and our behavior hotline is extension Oh, I'm sorry, 7151. I'm sorry, let me repeat that one more time. Okay. The number is 626-792-7151, and the extension to call for our behavior hotline is 155. Oh, outstanding. Are the classes pretty regular? Are there um, plenty of classes to choose from? And we do. There are plenty of classes to choose from, but they do feel feel fairly quickly, so we just ask that people register ahead of time to reserve their space. Okay. And are these during normal business hours, or do you offer them on weekends and the evenings for working folks who might not necessarily be able to get over to your shelter during business hours? How does Ab that work? Absolutely. We have a wide range of classes. We have basic obedience classes, which 
Some people take during the week. Some people take on the weekend. So um, we offer some of our classes uh, multiple times during the week to accommodate those that have busy schedules. Have you noticed that you have a lot of repeat uh, students coming through, people who have had so much fun that they want to take more classes? Absolutely. We have people that have started uh, with their puppies in puppy kindergarten and have uh, made their way all the way up to advanced and specialty classes and, and continue to, to try to get their dogs into as many classes as they can. I bet it's a great place to make friends, too, with a lot of common interests, because if you're an animal person, how special is that to be able to find other animal people at a humane society? <laughs> Oh, very, very good, because it, it's so important to have people who have the same interests, and it's great. We have students in class that end up exchanging numbers at the end of class, and their dogs continue to have play dates um, on their own schedules, and so it, it's a very good place to network as well. So do you ladies have your own pets at home, and are they well-behaved? Uh, well, I personally have two dogs. One is from here and one's from another humane society, and they are as well-behaved as they can be, <laughs> I would say, at this point. Okay. It's funny because uh, I work with a lot of animal people, and I've known so many animal people over the years, and they're all very much involved in, in helping to train bad behaviors out of other pets. Mm -hmm. But their own pets are spoiled rotten and <laughs> do things that yeah, you'd be surprised about. Sometimes we don't always have time for our own animals. <laughs> but we do work hard on them as well. That's good to know. Hey, let's talk about the Pasadena Humane Society again. What kind of animals can somebody expect to find at the shelter? I know a lot of people think that you get the uh, the throwaways that aren't uh, any good anymore. What's your response to that? Well, we definitely get some dogs that people, um, maybe they're moving and they can't take them with them. Maybe for financial reasons they have to give them up. It's not always because they don't know how to take care of an animal. Okay. So, so we're looking at some purebred dogs in the shelter. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And... Is that a good reason for somebody to consider coming to the shelter instead of going to a breeder? If they had a specific breed in mind, let's say somebody wanted a chihuahua, mm -hmm. would they be able to find a chihuahua at the Pasadena Humane Society? Oh, yes. We definitely specialize in chihuahuas here. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I bring that up is just the other day I was having a conversation with a store clerk who told me she had just adopted, and she used the word adopted, a new chihuahua. And I said, oh, really, what shelter rescue did you get it from? And she said, oh, no, I got it at a pet store. Ah. <laughs> and I had told her, oh, you know, there are so many chihuahuas in shelters and rescues right now. And she was completely wide-eyed. She had no clue that she mm. could have found a chihuahua at an animal shelter. And I'm always so surprised when people don't know that. Yeah, I've noticed that, too, and people lose their dogs, they go missing, they run away, they don't know to look at the shelter. Oh, yeah, that's another biggie. That's the first place you should go if you've yes, lost your pet. absolutely. And not just your local shelter, because dogs can travel pretty quickly and get out of the jurisdiction, so you should be checking a wide range of shelters in the vicinity. Yes. And have your pets microchipped and ID'd and the whole nine yards to make sure they could get back home to you if they are lost. Absolutely. 
if somebody was thinking about getting a dog and hasn't made up their mind yet, what would you say to them about why they should come to the Pasadena Humane Society? Well, one thing that we do well here is our adoption staff. We do we have counselors that actually sit down and have a little interview with new potential adopters and try to help them find out um, what would be a good fit for them. Okay, that's fabulous. And so you have a pretty good success rate that way. Yes, very so very good success rate. You're not likely to see somebody come back in two weeks and say it's not a good fit. Definitely. We, we have more that stay out than come back, for sure. That's great news. And for someone who's considering giving up their own pet because of a behavioral issue, do you have any advice for those people? Um, if they could call our um, behavior hotline, that extension 155, we are more than happy to talk to them over the phone for free and send them free information via email as well. So you really never have to give up a pet for a behavioral issue. Most behavioral issues can be worked out with a little time and a little patience and lots of love. Wouldn't you say that's the case? Absolutely, and our favorite consistency. <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. Now, does the Pasadena Humane Society have any special events coming up? I know you guys are always doing fun things down there. Well, we do have actually a seminar that we're hosting here for a trainer. Um, her name is Nicole Wild. There's the first day, Saturday, April 2nd, is on helping fearful dogs. And Sunday, the next day, is Alternative Approaches to Healing Canine Health and Behavior. Oh, and how can somebody sign up for those seminars? They can register online. Um, there is a link to that. And then the following weekend, on April 9th, or 8th and 9th, we do have Sarah Babcock, who's coming in as well. And she shows lots of fun videos of shelter dogs um, from where she, her shelter. Oh, wonderful. You know, I just love having you guys on the show. You're always so knowledgeable and have such great advice and information on your shelter and all the classes you offer, and you just do great work. So thanks for being here today. Thank you for having us. We need to take our final break of the morning, but we'll be back with Pet Place News in just a moment, so please stay tuned to the Pet Place Radio Show on KGIL Retro 1260. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewlett, and it's time for Pet Place News and Events. Okay, I must admit, I'm an Anaheim Ducks hockey fan, but I have to give you all a heads up about something the Los Angeles Kings are doing. They're hosting a very special night of hockey to help the SPCALA on March 24th at 7.30 p.m. at Staples Center. In addition to this being a huge fundraiser for animals, it's a great sport and a critical time in the very tight race for a playoff spot in the Western Conference. So if you're a hockey fan and an animal lover, this is your event. For information, go to spcla.com slash special events to find out more about this and other great events to help animals here in Southern California. That's all for me today. Remember, pets need love and a home, too. We'll be back next weekend here on KGIL Retro 1260. I'm Marie Hewitt. Please stay new to your pets and have a wonderful day.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.